Welcome to the Single Well Podcast. My name is Dr. Mila and I am a family doctor turned wellness transformation coach. I created the Single Well for Christian single women and moms who want to learn how to simply incorporate wellness practices into their daily lives. After having a baby, getting divorced, and years of struggling with weight gain and declining health, I went searching for a natural weight loss solution. But instead, I discovered that true health was found in leveraging my spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, and relational wellness. Listen in to gain the tools and mindset to start developing your own unique wellness strategy. Let's do this. Please note, the information shared on the Single Well Podcast is meant for informational purposes only and is not meant to replace the advice of your personal physician or healthcare practitioner. Please consult your personal medical professional before embarking on or implementing anything discussed on the podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Single Well Podcast. So I am going through a transformation of sorts. I'm kind of always transforming, always changing things, always shifting. And the the impetus for this particular shift um, was a recent retreat I went to. So I just got back from Hilton Head um, and the Entree MD Vision Retreat um, led by the wonderful Dr. Una, uh, Dr. Neka Una Chuku. And she has um, just absolutely changed my whole vision regarding business to begin with. Um, I ran across her in one of the various seminars that she's given um, on different spaces um, in early 2020, uh, when the pandemic was just starting to evolve and things were starting to shut down. I decided to start a podcast and that prompted me to start thinking about things a little differently regarding business. And it's just interesting that uh, meeting with her uh, online and being in the space that she was in um, has led to all of this. And so I've just gotten back from an amazing weekend that is very hard to describe because it was just so fantastic um, with 50 or so other uh, female physicians that have the same endeavors. And it was just amazing to be in a space with women that have similar dreams that you're able to share your dreams with. And Dr. Una talked about that um, during the retreat about being careful who you share your dreams and visions with, because there are people who will try to, you know, minimize them. There were people who, who will try to, there's people who will try to talk you out of living out your dreams. And, uh, you know, it may be for, protection. They may be genuinely concerned, but sometimes it can discourage you. And a lot of times, especially doing things like this, trying to be just having a podcast in in particular, but um, starting any kind of a business can be very daunting when it comes to um, trying something new, 
you know, and being, putting yourself out there, so to speak. And so, um, I've been in this community for about a year. Um, it has been absolutely life changing. I will say I wasn't always as active in it as I would have liked to be for various reasons, but now I'm absolutely on fire. I have gotten a very clear vision on what I would like to do, how I want my business to look, what I want to do with the single well. And I, and I had a pretty clear vision before. Um, about what I wanted it to be, but the angle has changed. So I'll explain that a bit. So being in this room um, with all these other amazing women doing amazing things um, really gave me a new perspective um, because a lot of times doctors don't try to open businesses um, nowadays. Um, It is changing rapidly, but we, a lot of us were trained or or educated in such a way that we were told that, you know, business probably would be something really hard for us and that a lot of doctors just aren't good at business. They just don't have business acumen. And what was so interesting about that is a lot of us believed it and we spoke about it, how we all believed that that just wasn't in the cards for us. And, you know, as a physician, it's not necessary. Um, a lot of times you can be employed and be in a job where you, you're paid well and you have your benefits and all of those things and still do what you love to do. Um, but medicine has changed. Medicine has changed in a lot of ways, many ways not so great. And it's a different time. And a lot of doctors are just absolutely at their wit's end with the way things are. They're trying to help, you know, facilitate change um, in various ways. Um, and there are doctors that just love what they do. And I think most of us, if not all of us, just truly want to help people. But there is a lot of barriers in place. There's a lot of challenges and hurdles nowadays. And this started before the pandemic. Um, if if I'm completely honest and fair, um, doctors were already struggling a bit. Um, if you hear beeping, that is my oven reminding me that I have food to put in here. So I'm all about being authentic here, but um, it is just amazing how we have um, gotten to this place where doctors are, are literally leaving medicine in droves. And this is something that Dr. Una talks about and, and encourages, us, encourages us not to necessarily take that route unless we have to, um, trying to find the joy where you are. Um, being something called an intrapreneur, meaning having your own brand, being your own brand within an organization. So she offers a lot of solutions and things for us. Um, there's so much I could say about her, but, um, her, this community she's built is just absolutely amazing. And so, um, as I'm sharing my dream and vision with these ladies, um, over the course of our two day retreat, um, I, would talk about, you know, that, that place where I was stuck. Um, I have been feeling somewhat stuck because I wasn't sure what, what direction to take with the single well. I wanted to, of course, help single moms be, um, well and, and, and achieve wellness and, and improve their health. And we know that that is important for many, many different reasons. Um, and including breaking generational curses and improving our children's future. But, you know, trying to get through, get the message through has been a little daunting at times. And I've been told multiple times over the last several years that I 
wasn't thought of as a single mom or I didn't seem like a single mom. And, you know, when people hear that, they ask me, well, what does that mean? And that's something that I've struggled to define as well. Like, why is it that I don't seem that way? And so when I was at the retreat, um, I mentioned this. I said, you know, I'm not sure if this is a barrier for me, but there's people that feel that I don't seem like a single mom. And they were all appalled. They're like, what? What do you mean? Who says that? What do you know? What does that mean? And um, I think it is in some ways a compliment of the way that people see single moms. They don't see that in me. And so initially it's the thought of, okay, well, you seem to have it together, which none of us really do. Um, moms, single moms, men, women, nobody has it all together. <laughs> just to, just to <laughs> dispel that myth. Um, you are very confident. Um, you are um, financially stable, you're a professional, you know, all of these things that are, that I am, or people believe me to be, um, that doesn't, doesn't fit, fit their mold or their description of what a single mom would be. And so when I started to think that through, um, and this was literally during the retreat, I was like, wait a minute, you know, there's a different way to look at this. And so while I was talking to, we were in putting groups of our ex, our area of expertise or our niche, which, you know, like coaching or speaking or things like that. So I was in a group of amazing coaches, many of which I had met online before, um, and none of which I had met in person until this retreat. Um, I brought this up. I said, well, you know, I've been told that I don't come off as a single mom. And they're like, whoa, what do you mean? You know, and we kind of went around the table and people just kind of poured into me about what that may mean and what to do about it. And what came out of that conversation was, well, you just have to change the narrative. And so the reason that's profound to me is because when I thought about it before, I wanted to approach it from a way of showing that I too experienced what other single moms experience, which is not a bad thing, um, you know, because people do see me as a doctor and a professional and these different things that go along with that, that mean that I may not have the struggles other single moms have. I may not have the experiences other single moms have. And so um, and so from in my mind, my my logic was telling me to just make it plain, you know, what I was what I go through and how my days are. But what I discovered in this conversation um, at the retreat was that I was going about it the wrong way. I was coming at it from the wrong angle. So, you know, when you look at something um, and this happens a lot just in general, if you think about it, you look at something or, for instance, you drive by the same streets every day when you're coming home or going to work. And I've done that before and I've looked around and, you know, you notice the typical landmarks and you move on and you're just in your music and doing all those things. But there's days where I've looked around and seen whole buildings and houses I've never noticed before, things that I've never thought about before. And this was like that. This was a, a glimpse into my business from an outside view that I didn't have because I'm inside of it. And so um, when they told me to break the mold, it absolutely changed my life. It changed everything, the way I think, the way that I think about this business. It, it just changed everything. And so now my mission is to change the way that we are viewed. Um, and I'll talk more about this in the upcoming weeks. Um, but to change the idea 
and to keep us from internalizing this idea that being a single mom is some type of struggle or a problem or a major you know, disappointment or discouragement type of thing. I think that we need to start understanding that when you see a single mom that is thriving, that that's not unusual, that that shouldn't be unusual. Um, because a lot of times stereotypes are born out of just people not really knowing, you know, just kind of have making assumptions or putting together their version of the world based on what they see, right? So you can, if you're looking under a spotlight, and they don't look anywhere around that you're only going to see what's right in front of you. Correct. So there are people that may have experienced being around single moms and they've noticed certain things that they think is just true of all moms or all single moms, I should say, um, you know, that that is their experience of single moms. Um, people have this in racial <laughs> types of discussions as well, where um, it may not be so much of a prejudiced or a racial statement. It's just that they've only seen this particular trait or thing. And it, I'm not excusing that because that's very problematic. But if that's all you've been exposed to, or that's all that you've noticed, it may be that you've been exposed to other things, but that's all that you've noticed. And that is your idea of what that thing or that person or that type of person would look like. And so I feel like as a unicorn, which I do call myself a unicorn, um, being a single mom, being a doctor, being a um, keto expert and enthusiast, um, being an introvert, being someone who has struggled with obesity, um, being, you know, a, a, a creative, um, someone who loves to, to make things. There's just, I can list and list and list these things that make me more and more and more unique. And it's something I've embraced in my life as I've gotten older, my authenticity. Um, I love how authentic I am. I have a mohawk. I have natural hair. I have all these things that make me unique. I wear bright colors. I'm known for my bright colors. Um, and it's just, I feel it's, it would be tragic to not celebrate that. Um, but what I realized is was I, that I wasn't celebrating that in every aspect of my life. And being a single mom is part of our authenticity um, because how does it look on you? Um, what's interesting is there's a lot of controversy sometimes between single moms and married moms because um, I've heard plenty of married moms say, I feel single when my husband is not around or I feel like I'm doing everything. I feel like a quote unquote single mom. And sometimes that's taken very negatively because it's like, okay, you have a spouse, you have a second income, you have whatever that looks like. But I think in the same token, we as single moms make a lot of assumptions about that. Because if you're in a marriage and your spouse um, is not supporting you in the way that you had expected, and I mean, I'm taking out the communication that needs to happen in that, but just you don't feel supported in your marriage and you have kids and you're taking the brunt of everything that's going on, that can feel isolating. And it's it's hard, it's hurtful to tell that woman who's going through that, well, yeah, like, but it's not as hard as being a single mom. Because in that moment, that may be the hardest thing she's ever done, had to deal with, so forth and so on. 
Um, if you think about the just the diversity of single moms in seasons of life. So you may have a single mom that was a teen mom and kind of started out, you know, that, that way and had a child very young. You may have a mom who was divorced. That's pretty common. You may have a mom that was never married and um, the relationship didn't work out. You have people that adopt and fully go into single motherhood with intention. They, they wanted a child. The relationship that they're seeking or not <laughs> hasn't happened, or they're just not in that in that season, and they want a child, so they adopt a child. Um, someone may have to take on responsibility for children that are in their family or in their friend group or something like that, and become a single parent um, because of their relationship status. So I think we just need, or at the time, and I just I think we just need to think about the distinction of that and how diverse we truly are. And we do such a disservice to the amazing things that single moms do when we put it in a box and we say, well, single moms are this, 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 and this. And I'm going to go through and like, as time goes on, just dispel these myths. But the way this ties into this coming year is that I would love to have a community. And I've already, I already have the Facebook group, the single suite. I will put the link to that in the show notes. Um, that will be a community of those of us that just want to be well, just want to experience wellness. Um, and I plan on building that group and building that community, but I'm also going to have my group coaching in the single well, which I've had for a while or been planning for a while. Um, but I would like to really build that up because there's people that may want more, um, more of an, a, a more, even more well knit community, a community that is coming in and, and getting some individual, you know, personalized advice or, um, coaching, um, because none of this is, is medical advice, but coaching and also really like be able to navigate what they're trying to do. Um, in a coaching setting, in a group coaching setting. And this can be a very powerful setting to learn how to treat your body, how to treat your mind, how to treat your spirit, how to nourish all three. Um, and so I really hope that this becomes somewhat of a uh, revolution that um, in embracing our authenticity as single moms in optimizing our mind, body, and spirit, that we are using this time to really make us the best us we can be, that we are really becoming that woman that we all long to be. Because it may be that, you know, I mean, most of us will have a change in family structure at some point, one way or the other, you know, it may be um, empty nest, you know, you may have teenage kids and they move on and you're now an empty nester, you know. Um, there's just so many ways to look at that. So as your time moves forward, this is still our life. We're still living right now. You're still thriving. You're still having to do things. Why not do them from a standpoint of wellness and to be really intentional, intentional, intentional <laughs> about how we live our lives, about how we look forward to 2022. And the, this comes in, I'm going to bring in that get a head start piece as well. Um, I really wanted to have programming that allows us to start thinking about this now and not going into the holidays thinking, oh, I'm just going to eat everything and do everything. Like really being intentional and saying, you know what, this starts now. I'm going to start really taking good care of myself and my body. And I'm not going to 
um, just fall to all of the temptations and things. And this isn't, this doesn't mean perfection. This means that we are trying to, or that we are going to improve our mind, body, and spirit um, as a group, as a community, and come out stronger and come out with a community that can't be beat, a community that where we all do this together and we have our own unique ways of doing things, but that we are able to really show the world um, that single motherhood's not um, a bad deck of cards. It's not the short stick. It's not that thing that nobody wants to deal with, that person that nobody wants to date. Um, I heard an interesting interview or about that was yes, another conversation for another day, but just all of these things that people say. And I want to tie that into how we internalize and how it affects our health. So these are all negative things, right? Things that stereotypes tend to be negative, tend to be. They're not always negative, but they tend to be negative or negative. They have negative connotations. And when we internalize that and think about that in that way, it really affects our health. It affects our ability to move forward. It affects our ability to act. It affects our ability to see ourselves the way that God sees us. And so I really want to change the narrative but not only change the narrative, break the mold. Because if we just change the narrative, then we've changed how people view us, right, as single moms. But um, we have to break the mold because we don't want more people coming along and being shoved into that mold. We want to break the mold and therefore break generational curses. So join the Single Wealth Suite on Facebook to get more information on the coming group coaching, to get on the wait list. And to just join this community, I know this is going to be so, so much fun. As always, take care of you. This has been the Single Well Podcast. For more information on what you just heard, please visit us on Facebook or Instagram at The Single Well, or you can email us at thesinglewell at gmail.com.